The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I want to share with you a Nuridic story that I heard from Yaakov Galinsky about himself, a mysterious nefesh that he was asked to do by the Chazay Nish, together with a friend of his. The story will first start in his early young teenage years when the war, World War II, broke out and he left the Yiddish Europe and he ended up in Siberia. He was in a Russian camp. In a camp where obviously they weren't being killed there, but it wasn't an easy situation. And the commander of the camp had interesting mahalchim, how he dealt with his prisoners. If they were admonished, if they were punished, if they were sentenced to some kind of a knas, one of them was that if a certain behavior was deemed as wrong, they would not get food for 40 days. They would have to find their own way of getting food for themselves for 40 days. But this commander tried to show that he's not a terrible person. So when the 40 days ended, the next day, the 41st day, he would give them an extra plate of soup just to show that he's fair. 40 days is 40 days and not more. And the Bianca Glinska said he was one of those. He got punished, 40 days no food, and he had to find this whatever he found, and he had 40 days. His 40 days ended, the 41st day, he was given that extra plate of soup. There was someone else there, a Yid, that had gotten punished one day after Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky. In other words, Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky's 41st day, the day that he got his extra plate of soup, was still the 40th day of this, this other person. This other person's name was Heichel. And Rebecca Galinsky, being sitting in the, in the area where they ate, saw Heichel. And Heichel Nebuch. So Rebecca Galinsky told him, you know, when I was looking, I'll sneak you half of my, half of my plate, and you're desperate today. It's your 40th day. I'll give it to you. Fine, he didn't know him, but he knew that he was punished, so he helped him out. This is part one of the story. Eventually, Rebecca Galinsky came to Israel, and he got in Shaykhis in the area of Nebrak with the Chazanish was, obviously then. And one day, he gets a message from the Chazanish that he and another friend of his should please come to the Chazanish. Habakkuk he said that what's going to happen is that the, the Chazanish wanted them to do something. The Chazanish up to then never asked him for any shlichas. So it's very interesting that the Chazanish had other people that he asked for shlichas and for this specific shlichas that we're going to discuss he asked the Galinsky specifically, it was the first time. 
He came to Chazanish, and Chazanish told him as follows. At that time, there were the Yiddish communities that came from Sephardi countries, and when they arrived in Israel, Nebuch, Nebuch, they were subjected to be put in areas where they were forced to leave their heritage, to leave their Yiddishkeit. They would not be given food, except if they gave up their tefillin. They would not be given clothing, if they didn't give up their Shabbos, their payisk had to be cut. And all these things they had to give up slowly, slowly, Nebuch, and Nebuch, Nebuch, how many? And the Chazanish tells them that there's now an, a, a camp area where there's a lot of families there with their children, and the Nebuch being subjected slowly, slowly to go away from the Yiddishkeit. And he wants him and his friend to go there and get petition signatures from the parents, from all these parents who are there, saying that they want their children to get a Yiddish chinuch, a Torah chinuch. And his goal, the Chaznish's goal was that once he gets such a petition, he will give it over to Firma Askanim and put a certain pressure hopefully, on the government, to force the government to free them from this matzav. So, this was far away. It was uh, traveling in those days. It took maybe a day to get there. Rank Belinsky comes there with his friend. and they, they get to the location and they see it's totally fenced with barbed wire. You cannot get in. There's a gate that's totally locked. Now, obviously, they can't ask permission for such a petition because they wouldn't be allowed in. This place is a place against what the petition is supposed to be. So it would have to be done in a, in a hidden dark, in a hidden dark way. But they couldn't because it was locked. Everything was closed. So what do you do? So they went back to the Chazanish. They traveled back a day again, back and they told Chaznish, we came there, and we see, it is a fence, we can't go in. In order for us to be able to sneak a petition, we have to be able to sneak in and out. And it's impossible. We can't get in. Chaznish told us, what's the problem? You can't get through, dig a trench, under the fence, and go in that way. You see, it's Dig a trench. They'll, they'll get arrested in a second. Walking into, illegally into a barbed wire, into a fenced area? Trespassing? But Chaznish said, they traveled, slipped back, back, and it's exactly what they did. They dug the trench. And they dug the trench, and once they got in, Rakhilinsky said to the Schwartz, black muzzle, he thought anyway, 50, 60 feet away, two people are walking. One of them seemed to be some kind of authoritative person within the camp. That's the presentation they presented. And he was walking with someone. And literally, they caught red-handed. But Chaznish said, and they're there. This person that Tzbeglinsky understood to be a knacker in this, area, in this camp, Stops him and says, who are you? Right before 
he stopped him. And Bianca Galinsky heard the other person saying to this authoritative person in the camp, he was talking to him and said, Heichel, what, what do you think about this and this and this and this and this and this? And Bianca Galinsky said, Heichel, 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 Heichel. It's an interesting name. Not so common. Heichel, 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 Heichel. And his head is r- rushing. And he says, Heichel, in the camp in Russia? Is it possible this is the Heichel? So then when the person asks Vankalinsky and his friend, who are you? What are you doing here? The Abraham response was, Heichel? From the camp in Russia? He says, how would you know? He says, Yaakov Galinsky. Yaakov Galinsky? You saved me! You saved me! You gave me that, that, that half a plate of soup! What do you need? What are you here for? His heart melted. Nebuch, he had fallen so bad, that Heichel, that he was ahead of a camp that was taking Yidin away from Yiddishkeit. Yet, a nitzitz, a nitzitz, a varmkeit Yiddishkeit came into him. When he confronted, he confronted, met Yankel Galinsky that gave him the, and he melted. And he said, whatever you want, what do you need? And he says, I need to get a petition from the parents signed. Go ahead, it's yours. And he went. They went around the camp. They got 80 parents signing. That's the amount, everyone. They got everyone to sign. 80 families were there. And they left. And they came back to the Chazinish. And the Chazinish gave that petition over. And there was Despite the government's interest and ambition to take these people away from Yiddishkeit. The efforts were not fruitless. And they were let out of the camps. And the families ended up being from. The Chazinish asked them to do a dover that makes no sense in Teva. Makes no sense. You dig a trench, if, if someone sees you then, you're arrested on the spot. If you, you're not found then, and you end up in the camp, Shalibishus, you're also taken away by the police. Who was the Havamene? Doesn't take a second, doesn't take five minutes to get petitions. But the Chazanish didn't make this Cheshbainus. Rabbi Yankulitsky said, imagine the Chazanish Beruach Kotchoy called for me. He never ever before asked me to do a Shlichus. Why did he chose me for this Shlichus? He chose me because Beruach Kotchoy, Yanka Galinsky was the right person. Because Yanka Galinsky had met Heichel. This is Shevet Levi by the Eagle. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.